0: Hello and welcome to Fintech Insider Insights. I'm Benjamin Ensor. In today's episode, we're asking, should everyone get paid when they need it? Earned wage access has become one of the hottest products in financial services. While in the past, employees may have got caught out by unexpected bills before their monthly pay packet, these services are looking to bridge the gap and unlock vital funds from their next paycheck. The global payday loan market has been estimated to reach more than $46 billion by 2030, and earned wage access has been positioned as an ethical alternative to those predatory practices. But as with any hot property in fintech, there's a level of scrutiny from everyone from consumer groups to regulators. So today we've put together a panel of experts to discuss what does the earned wage access market look like today, what challenges does it face, and... How will this market grow in the future? We'll discuss all this and more in today's show. But first, a few brief messages. Don't go anywhere. Here at 11FS, we believe in explaining FS without the BS. That's why we created our 11FS Explore series. Weekly videos that break down a complicated financial services topic into something everyone can get their head around such as Unrampy, Buy Now, Pay Later, The Cost of Living,
1: ESG, Stable Points, Telematics
0: Insurance, and Inclusive Design. Search 11 First Explores on YouTube now. As you gear up for autumn, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier. Tap into the world's largest professional network with over 30 million people in the UK create a job post in minutes and spread the word so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Just add the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to find candidates with just the right skills and experience. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires compared with leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster and you can post a job for free just visit linkedin.com slash fintech. That's linkedin.com slash fintech. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, let's get started. As always, I'm joined by a panel of amazing guests who can shed some light on this topic. Plenty of light on this topic, not just some. First off, I'm joined by Tate Hackard, president and co-founder of ZayZoon. Welcome to the show, Tate. Can you give our audience a little bit of information about you and about ZayZoon, please?
1: Certainly. Hey, it's Tate Hackert with ZayZoon. I'm uh, one of the co-founders and president here. Uh, I started lending money out when I was 16 years old, doing small-dollar short-term loans using Craigslist Craig's as a channel. So literally putting an email up, or sorry, putting an ad up on Craigslist, Uh Getting hundreds and hundreds of emails of individuals interested in needing money, and uh, between the ages of 16 and 23, I lent out a little over $300,000 of my own capital in these uh, in these short-term, you know, small-dollar loans. Um, and ultimately, you know, long story short, that led to to me researching this entire path of payday loans and kind of what people use to overcome short-term cash flow crunches. Uh, and that's sort of you know how Earned Wage Access came to be. Um, is is uh, about seven or eight years ago, uh, there was this idea, well, hey, could, could we actually use the employer as a channel and could we give employees access to their wages before payday um, in a much more attractive and responsible way than they currently could get access to short-term funds?
0: wow, that's, that's pretty amazing. That's not what every teenager um, sp- <laughs> spends their time doing. So that's, a, that's an amazing, amazing story. Thank you. Okay. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing a little, little bit more about that as we move on. Um, so we also have a FinTech Insider debut for Denise Niethling, head of uh, marketing at PayMeNow. Welcome, Denise. Can you give our listeners a little bit more information about you and pay me now and probably a correct pronunciation of your surname, because I know I got that
2: wrong. <laughs> no problem. Hi, Benjamin. Lovely, lovely to have, like you said, my debut today on, on FinTech Insider. It's very exciting. Um, what, what's not as exciting is my teenage years was not not what, what Taylor explained what his was. Um, I, I did... Yeah, I play it outside more so than, than looking into the earned wage access. But like you aptly mentioned, I am the head of marketing at Pay Me Now. Now, Pay Me Now is, well, we're a financial wellness inclusion platform and we let people access a portion of their salaries before payday. So we, we do not offer loans. It's not a loan. It's, it's a secure and responsible avenue that you can access money that you've already earned so there's no interest no repayments Um, your cash outs or advances are basically paid into your bank account as it's applied um, for us and um, it's just subtracted from your next salary and what we're very proud of at, at pay Me now is we were the first ones to bring the first company to bring earned wage access to south africa in in march of 2020 so very proud of that and yeah like i said very excited to join you guys on the on the talk today
0: Fantastic. Well, it's great to have you both here. So let's dive in. So let's start by looking at earned wage access as it stands today. Tate, I'm going to come to you first. Can you give us a simple explainer on how earned wage access works? And specifically, Denise just made the point: it's not a loan. Um, do you agree with that? And if so, how is it not a loan?
1: Yeah, certainly agree with that. Um, so, so maybe using an example would be would be simplest. Uh, it's nine days before payday, and employees typically pay it every two weeks. They come in; they're needing $150 for. Uh, in our case, in most cases, it's a it's a short-term necessity. It's a grocery. It's a medication. Uh, they're they're going to take that $150. Uh, that money is transferred instantaneously to their bank account. Uh, we in in Zeyun's case, we also have a uh, a debit card that they can transfer that money to. In any case, that employee gets those funds. Uh, and then nine days later, when their payday hits, they get paid as they regularly would, less the funds that they took from, uh, from the earned wage access provider, uh, plus any fees that, that are, are occurring there. Uh, what really differentiates earned wage access from a short-term loan product is these uh, funds that are provided to an employee uh, are, are, are based on the hours that they've already worked but have not yet been paid for. Uh, not only that, it's really issued as a employee benefit through the employer. So um, most earned wage access providers partner with an employer. They use collateral like lunchroom posters, um, employee handouts, and that employer really becomes the facilitation method for that employee to become aware of of the fact that, hey, they can get paid early. Uh, and, th- and that's really all it is, right? If, if, Payroll wasn't an archaic two-week solution, uh, in some cases a, a month solution. Uh, these employees would get paid on a daily basis. Now, of course, it's very easy for businesses to understand that they have cash flow issues and businesses have cash flow crunches. And so they do payroll uh, on a biweekly basis because of cash flow constraints, because of administration constraints. Uh, but you know, why should an employee have that exact same luxury of, of getting paid when they want um, after they've worked? Got it.
0: So it's not a loan because it's it's money the employee would have earned anyway, or has already earned, but just hasn't been paid yet. Um, are you, in effect, lending money to the employers um, to enable them to pay it out? So this let's say it's $150, as you said. Where does that $150 come from? Is that coming from Zezun? Are you sending the customer that money? Or is the employer sending the customer the money?
1: Yeah, in Zayzun's case, we are sending the money to the customer. Uh, most earned wage access providers operate that s- same way. So they basically keep a float of funds. Um, those funds are reserved specifically for for paying employees early. Uh, and then, you know, that float of funds gets replenished after that employee's payday uh, and the deductions occur on the payroll system.
0: So in effect, there's there's a little bit of lending going on, but it's really you lending to the corporation to enable them to to sort of make the payment early and it's backed by other funding that's going to come from them. So it's sort of, it's a, it's a fully backed loan and it's not, it's not really a loan to the customer, but in effect, there's a form of lending to the corporation going on.
1: It's, it's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's a flow through of funds from the earned wage access provider to an employee based on the hours that that employee has already worked, but has not yet been paid for. And, and there's 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 a couple other you know uh, uh, really specific instances in, in in the U.S. for example, uh, the CFPB, which is the overarching federal regulator, uh, has kind of carved out earned wage access as this piece of um, basically you know uh, funds flow that is not considered a loan uh, because of a few reasons, of, of which you know that uh, that earned wage access or the the component of providing funds to an employee for the hours that they've already worked but have not yet been paid for uh, is, is one of them.
0: Thank you. And the CFPB is the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau,
1: correct? Correct, yeah.
0: Denise, uh, which, which industries are you seeing sort of embracing earned wage access? Is it coming from particular types of company, particular types of employer, or is it more about what kind of employees companies have?
2: It's a combination of all of those. Now, um, Like I mentioned, we introduced the whole concept of of earned wage access to the South African market in March of 2020. So South Africa um, is very different from the majority of other markets that currently offer earned um, wage access to their employees um, because we're an emerging market. So um, the uptake since we've launched has been very well received and very diverse, like I mentioned, but we have seen a very keen uptake in the retail, security and cleaning industries, where the majority of workers, as you mentioned now, are blue-collar, low income or financially excluded employees. So yeah, so that's the majority of we've seen. But it, it's been very well received um, in, on a diverse level.
0: What is it that's um, sort of meaning people employees are looking to get paid early? You mentioned it's blue-collar workers. I think you know we're all making the assumption that it's it's lower paid workers. Um, that may not be a correct assumption. What what's, what tends to drive employees to, to seek to get paid early or, or seek to get paid when they've earned it, let's say, rather than getting paid late?
2: Yes. So, so like you, um, I mean, the world worldwide people are feeling the financial pressure. I mean, cost of living crisis is real. It's been in the news um, quite significantly lately. So, especially after the pandemic, it's changed the way we live. It changed the way we spend and everything that we do. So, we see rising interest rates, um, inflation, energy prices – and it's, it's really having a massive driving force towards people wanting to access their wages early. Now, in, in South Africa, the average South African, to give you guys an idea, the average South African that has access to pay me now earns about $300 a month. And Tate mentioned earlier the, um, bi-weekly or the, two, um, how it works in the US, where in South Africa, we get paid monthly but we live day to day and therein lies the challenge it's meeting your everyday needs but only being paid monthly now everyday essentials like you also mentioned we see people wanting um to to get salary advance or access to the earned wages mostly for public transport which is very very high cost in south africa and electricity costs is also we see a, a very big demand for electricity also with the with the salary advances or requests thereof
1: I think what's really interesting about the the monthly and bi-weekly comparison is ZayZoon also provides a lot of uh, earned wage access to those paid weekly. Um, and what you'll see is an individual's need for money basically uh, is, is is based on their paycheck cycles. So whether they're paid weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly, you always see them sort of needing money about halfway through because they become accustomed to that pay cycle, right? Yes. Um, And so it'll be interesting to see in the future. And I mean, maybe this is getting ahead a little bit, but uh, does earned wage access on a daily basis turn into an hourly and and minute basis, right? Um, It's always sort of an interesting mental model.
0: That was actually going to be one of my questions because the, the earned wage access is great when you get the money early. But then, of course, to some extent, human nature being what it is, some of those people then burn through that money that little bit earlier, and then find, you know, they're they're in a similar situation, you know, twenty days later, um, or, or whatever. Um, but let's move on because there's another question I, I got. You, you talk, you both talked about sort of corporate payroll systems, and uh, you know, to some extent, part of the reason this problem exists is corporate payrolls pay people out monthly or bi-weekly when you know people earn their salaries and their wages every day. What other innovations have made this possible, right? Because there's a lot of administration, there was a lot of paperwork. How are you doing this cheaply and effectively? I mean, Tate, what, what do you need to make this happen? Obviously, you need some capital, but there's a bunch of other things you need in place to make this work efficiently and not just cost a small fortune to administer. What, what's enabled you to build this as a, pro- a viable product?
1: Yeah, we, we had this thesis from day one that if we could partner with payroll companies, a payroll company would be an amazing distribution network down to the employee. So not only do you have this great marketing and distribution channel by way of the payroll uh, self-service portal, so somewhere that an employee might be going to check their pay stubs and they could then also access their wages there. Uh, you have this you know, ability to email out employers and tell them about the service. You also have this great ability to access data. And so by integrating with payroll partners... Uh, we're able to seamlessly grab employee data from these payroll systems, and so what that means from an employee standpoint is when they go to sign up for ZayZoon, so they might see a ZayZoon slash McDonald's poster in their uh, in their you know uh, workplace uh, at, a, at a McDonald's franchise. Um, they'll scan the QR code, that'll take them to a unique link specific to them. Uh, they enter in a couple you know unique pieces of information and within about 90 seconds their account is set up, ready to go. They see exactly how many wages they have available. Again, all that is made possible because we've partnered and integrated with payroll systems to pull all that employee data you know uh, in, in, in real time effectively, right? Uh, and so from again, never knowing that ZayZune has ever existed to having funds in their bank account is all a three minute process. Um, and that's really enabled by you know technology, but specifically um, th- those really tight integrations with the payroll softwares.
0: So who who pays the fees here, right? So you you mentioned take you mentioned there are some fees. Maybe I'll route this to Denise. But um, who's paying the fees here? Is it the employer? Is it the employee? Does it depend on the situation? Who pay? Who's paying for this? Because you guys aren't charities, right?
2: No, it, it's a business. I mean, um, definitely a business. But um, in For Pay Me Now, our earned wage access offering, Pay Me Now is completely free to the employer. So, um, we, like, like Dave mentioned, we integrate with their payroll system. Um, there's no fees involved for the employer. Obviously, the option is there if the employer wants to carry, um, carry the cost. But overall, we've seen from our clients at the moment that it is, um, the employee that covers the cost. It's a, it's a very low fee, really, um, very, very low fee. There's also, we have, apart from the cash outs or the advances that you get, um, there's a small uh, transaction fee or service fee linked to that, Um, but also we have value-added services that you can buy, like Tate mentioned earlier, and like I mentioned, we see a high demand for cash um, for electricity and for groceries and for public transport. Now, for both electricity and groceries, we offer value-added services, which basically vouchers on PayMeNow that you can buy, and these are completely free of fees, so there's, there's a very low fee involved, but for us, it is the employer employee that pays the fees. But like I said, the option is there for the employer to carry the costs.
1: Yeah, and, and, and very similar for Zezun. Uh we, we, we keep it really simple. So it's it's a flat fee of $5 for an employee to pull their wages early. Think of it analogous to an ATM. Um, so an employee comes in, they need $150, $200. Uh, they pay a $5 flat fee in order to get that. Um we have a Zayzun prepaid Visa debit card. That debit card allows an employee to stream their wages for completely free. Uh, and then like Denise, we do have a voucher program as well, which effectively, you know, I like to think of it as coupon clipping on steroids. Uh, an employee that, that comes in for necessities like medication, groceries, of which 89% of our, our customers do, uh, they'll come in, they'll take a, a uh, CVS, Target, Walmart, um, they'll take one of those gift cards. And uh, those gift cards will have a bonus on top of them. So in effect, that employee takes their wages early, uh, and they get paid. So f- they get paid for doing so.
0: Got it. Okay. So so we've looked at the market generally and and sort of talked about some of some of the benefits. Um, let's move on to to some of the challenges. So we just sort of covered covered the fees a little bit and, and trying to understand the the fee level. Um, what about this scenario where? Uh, the customer, you know, they, they get their, their wages early and then um, 14 days later, 28 days later, they're kind of in the same situation again. You know, they're running short of funds again because while it's great to get the money early, human nature being what it is, you can imagine people end up in the same cycle again. Can you see that starting to happen with, with some of the customers you're serving that they they're finding it difficult, Although it's brilliant at first, you know, after a while, they sort of end up back in the same place they were, you are know, getting the money a bit earlier, but you know, their spending is still sort of a challenge, you know, particularly, particularly with the cost of living crisis, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, certainly. I, I mean, we, we, we don't, we, we definitely see a plateau. Um, but that, that is a worry, right? Um, like at, at the end of the day, earned wage access is a uh, reactive solution, it's not a proactive solution. Um, and and so it's a great alternative to what's available out there. Uh, our customers, on average, spend one hundred and ten dollars a month on banking fees. Uh, that is mostly overdraft um, and 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 over his charges, right? Like like it is it is ridiculous how much these individuals that are um, that definitely do not have the money in order to 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 pay for that are spending one hundred and ten dollars a month in in these instances. And so um, you know, Earned Wage Access really provides a great relief. To that and to the alternative products available, but you're right. It's 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 a reactive solution. Uh, we try to be proactive. Um, we we have a, an education platform that we've we've inputted. Uh, we try to do specific financial nudges and whatnot. So if an employee is coming in uh, more than more than two times in a single pay period and they're trying to get an amount that is is you know lower uh, than we think is is um, they're trying to take a take an amount that's lower than we think is maybe. Uh, good for them. So, for example, trying to take $50 and they're paying a $5 fee to do so, and they're doing that two or three times in a pay cycle, that isn't very responsible. Uh, And so we'll actually nudge them into different solutions. So we'll nudge them to take a Zayzun debit card where they can, in fact, get those wages for free. Hey, you've been using this service quite a bit. Why don't you just use this? You can access it whenever you want. It's completely free. So there is some proactiveness there. But as a whole, in the earned wage access industry, there's a need for uh, better um, financial practices, yeah, certainly.
2: Exactly. I mean, just to add what Tate said, earned wage access platforms, it's not the solve to the solution. It's not gonna be it's not gonna stop people needing money in the middle of their pay cycle. It is just a better alternative. It's a safer, more secure alternative. So this is going to happen. And the main thing about um, about earned wage access platforms is we're trying to clamp down on the micro lending um, industry and people having to go there. Whereas in in South Africa it's a it's a it's really it's such an exploitative industry, it's such an abusive industry. And the people really suffer when with the the interest rates that come with it and all that. And like um like um Zezun also Pay Me Now has a wonderful education platform, or education modules that are linked to our platform. So uh we typically um, on, on Pay Me Now, you only get access to a percentage of your net salary. We usually see it with our clients at about 25%. So already you're not giving the whole cookie jar or at once. You're only giving access to 25%. And then that's also only accessed through a tiering model where you only get a percentage of the 25% access. And as you complete your financial education modules, you move up the tiers and through that you're able to access a bigger percentage. So we also, in that way, try to. to to um, promote responsible spending and to make people more financially savvy so that they, in order to get more access to money, they need to basically educate themselves and become more savvy in terms of how to manage their finances. But it, it's never going to stop what's happening. It's just the better alternative and really the safer, more secure one. So, yeah.
0: Because there are there are definitely critics out there who say earned wage access is really just, it's just a rebrand of payday lending and, hey, you're saying it's not lending but there's fees involved and so on. Um, I presume you both think that's wildly unfair. <laughs> um, I, I, what, I mean, I think you made a really interesting point, Tate, about the, the overdraft fees and, you know, the, you, so you're saying Zayzune customers pay five, is it $5 a month or, or $5 every time they, they sort of borrow from you?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, they, they pay $5 each time they choose to access their wages early from Zayzune, um, now you you had mentioned uh, you know some critics might say that it's it's similar to a payday loan. Uh, a payday loan on average uh, costs a consumer about sixty dollars in fees each time they draw uh, a loan of of about three hundred and fifty dollars. Um, I think five dollars versus sixty dollars is is quite a bit different. Uh, the the average overdraft fee in America is thirty four dollars and it's triggered by a twenty four dollar transaction. So an individual goes to make a twenty four dollar Purchase uh, that puts them into the negative, and uh, they are then hit with a thirty-four dollar fee. Um, you know th- that th- that in my mind is is very egregious.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Denise, is that similar in South Africa? Because I mean, overdraft fees are a massive issue in so many countries because they fall disproportionately on poorer, up more hard-up people, and that's where the banking industry makes rather too much of its money in consumer lending. Sorry, consumer banking.
2: Yes. Exactly. And not just with the overdrive, I mean, in South Africa, if we look at the the, the employees that we serve, like I said earlier, and it's the, mostly the blue collar and lower income, they don't necessarily have access to formal credit, um uh, like accessing credit or going to a bank or whatever. So they have to resort to these informal lenders, I mean, loan sharks and stuff like um people like that. So it makes it very difficult. And for these guys, they charge like a 50% um interest, which is... It's exorbitant, it's ridiculous how they exploit these guys and it really is very unsafe. It makes them it has a massive impact on your person, obviously your um the way that you work every day. It has an um, impact on your productivity. It, it really impacts every every single relationship in your life if you've got these this financial stress because expenses aren't going to stop. And um, now you've got these expenses ongoing. You've got the repayments you've got to make to your lender. It's just It all adds up to such a vicious cycle. And that's exactly what we're trying to break is just to kind of put you back in the driver's seat and give you control. But it is very much the same in, in South Africa as what Tate mentioned in the US.
0: I love that point about putting people back in control. I mean, Tate's already, you, you've already talked about some of the things that you're doing beyond the the um, beyond the early access. Um, Denise, what what else are you doing at Pay Me Now And what else are you seeing maybe more widely in the industry to sort of help people get back on top of their finances, help them think more carefully about their spending? Because I think what Tate was saying is absolutely right. This isn't just about getting the money early. It's about changing other behaviors as well.
2: Definitely, like I said, with the financial education um, modules that we have, we really do try. And the financial education models will be something like how to set up a basic budget, um, how to go about um, the basics of investing, um, how to set up a savings plan, and, and all these things. So we do try and educate them so that they become, um, you know, just more comfortable and confident when managing their finances. And when you actually go on to pay me now, like I mentioned earlier, we've got a tiering um, pla- or tiering process. Like you started green, bronze, silver, gold. And if you then hit on the cash out button that you want to um, do, a, get a salary advance, we actually show you that if you were to wait until tomorrow, um, the cash out amount would have increased because it's incremental incre- increase, would have increased by this. And we also show you at the bottom uh, or below that, if you do a financial education module, you would have earned X amount of points putting you on a higher tier, which means you get access to a higher percentage and you get lower fees. So in that way, we're really trying to incentivize them to not just take out or cash out, um, cash out their wages just because it's there or just because they've got the ability to, but really keep these for emergencies and show them how it can be better and more if they just wait if need be or if they can for an extra 24 hours or a day or then at least going to educate themselves through our financial modules. Um, So, yeah, that's how we try to – and our financial education modules are gamified. So it's really, really – it's an interesting. It's a fun way, very relatable. Um, We're not going to make financial managers out of anybody through the financial education um, modules, but we did partner with experts in the field also to really make it relatable to the South African market specifically as well.
0: Fantastic. Thank you. Um, let's talk about regulation for a moment, because, you know, I'm thinking about buy now, pay later, which is a very different innovation. But, you know, there's a lot of people there who feel, A, hey, regulators have been a bit slow around the world to sort of really get their heads around the products and what it is. Tate, what kind of regulation do you think would be helpful here? Um, what would help put companies like yours on a really solid footing with consumer groups and, um, you know, Help help the industry grow. What, what kind of regulations do you think would be constructive?
1: I generally think the way that most earned wage access providers or a, a true earned wage access provider is performing today uh, is is in line with with how regulators should be thinking about the industry. Right. Um, there's clearly a demand for the product. It's clearly a better alternative than what is out there. Uh, and if there's that interface with the employer uh, or the payroll business or, or both, um, I think that is is in effect you know a big differentiator. Uh, at Zazoo, you know, we we try to do we try to be completely transparent in, in fees. Um, a regulator typically is looking to protect, or not typically they they are looking to protect the consumer, right? And so, protecting the tr- tr- uh, consumer really comes down to transparency uh, and and ensuring that the product's not egregious. Uh, I think you know Earned Wage Access for the most part accomplishes that. Uh, I personally welcome regulation. I think regulation uh, the 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 worst part of running any business is ambiguity. Uh, ambiguity is, is a killer. Um, you know, if, if, if you're trying to run a business, uh, you want your staff to know exactly where the North Star is. Uh, and likewise, if you're the founder or, or an executive at a business that's trying to navigate a regulatory landscape, you kind of want to know where that North Star is. Uh, and so earned wage access providers in the U.S. specifically can do you know the best that they can, uh, as far as transparency is concerned, and as far as providing a, a really sound uh, alternative and, and and product. But ultimately, regulation helps um, helps ensure that you know the, the the guidelines are being met. I suppose uh, as long as you know, again, that regulation is taking into consideration the talk track or the the, um, the the guidelines and the support of of a current earned wage access provider. I think what we've seen. Uh, in other industries specifically is regulation that sort of gets formed in a vacuum. Um, And especially in a space that is moving so, so quickly, earned wage access didn't exist seven years ago. Right. Um, And now all of a sudden it's, it's taken over as, as, you know, a very incredibly hyped industry. Um, Regulators move very slow Uh, for regulator to, to introduce legislation around earned wage access without properly, chatting with the earned wage access providers that are living this day to day and have seen sort of the industry evolve over the you know better half of a decade, um, they, they really need to do that or, or else they're doing kind of a disservice, I think, to the consumer and to the employers.
0: Thank you. Oh, you've, you've actually set up the next section of the podcast brilliantly, because by talking about the incredibly rapid growth over the past seven years, you've set up the next section, which is to look forward and say what, what might happen over the next uh, seven years. So <laughs> let's move on. Um, Denise, uh, so so building on what Tate's just saying about how successful the product has been so far, what do you think is going to happen next? Where do you see big opportunities for, for, for growth? I mean, today it's Primarily about customers on lower incomes. It's you said it's certain, certain sectors, you know, retail and cleaning and so on. Um, what what do you see as exciting looking forward?
2: Well, it's, there's so much opportunity in terms of earned wage access. Like I said earlier um, earlier as well, everywhere, all around the world, people are feeling the feeling the pinch. It's affecting everybody. And yes, while at the moment um, we. Largely, see, like I said earlier, the the sector that, or the blue collar workers that we cater for, the lower income guys that we cater for, to specifically disrupt the micro lending industry, which is really, really um, aggressive in South Africa and very exploitive um, in South Africa. That is why that is where we started. That's the base from where we started. But I mean, it's onwards and upwards really from here on. Everybody can benefit from getting access to the earned wage ac- um, earned wages. Um, not everybody qualify for a loan. Not everybody qualify for credit. Not everybody qualify for these kind of things. And we we really want to in this way give people back their dignity, not having to go and ask for for money from a family member or a micro lender. So in in terms of sectors, um, we see great growth potential in any any of the sectors really, where there's a company that wants to offer access to their to their employees to to their wages that they've already worked for. So it's really there's a massive growth. I don't think there's any. Um, restrictions, really, as to where this can go. Um, like you said, it's very new. It's very new in South Africa. It only started two years ago. So it's really, really, it's a new thing. It's a new market. It's massive opportunity.
1: I think earned wage access is sort of the first tool in the toolbox. And ultimately, what you're doing with earned wage access is you're, you're improving employee engagement for that employer. And so we talk about uh, employers being able to recruit better, retain staff more. Um, they're able to increase the productivity of their workforce all by reducing this financial stress. And so when I think of what the future of earned wage access looks like, I actually, I actually you know, see earned wage access as, as a tool, um, but, but as, as one of just many features that that employer can offer by way of increasing financial health for their, for their workforce.
2: Definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's so much part of the employee assistance program that any company can offer to their um, to their employees. If you can tell your employees from the get-go, um, and especially like I mentioned with Pay Me now where there is no cost to the employer, this is really something that the employer is not gaining anything from, apart from the fact that it's something that they can help out their employees. It's a benefit that they're offering where they're not making any profit um, out of the out of the partnership or, or the platform. It's literally something they do for the good of their employees. And like Tate said, it, it increases their productivity, increases engagement, increases their loyalty to the company. We've seen a decrease in absenteeism. Just you, you would want to stay with a company that looks after you. And this is a, is a great tool to, to show your employees you care very selflessly for their well-being. Thank
0: you. Okay, let's take a very quick pause here shortly and then come back for the last part of the show. So we're going to go out on a limb here and assume that you're enjoying this podcast. We're also going to assume that you're a fintech nerd like us and that our podcasts, live events, video series and documentaries keep you tapped into everything that's happening across fintech and connected to the fintech community. So if you're interested in creating content with us that informs and entertains, then you should chat to our media team and get in touch on sponsors at 11fs.com. As the leading open banking platform, Tink enables the largest banks, lenders, and payment providers to offer exceptional user experiences. Tink offers the best way to connect to banks across Europe to build seamless services that can reach more than 250 million consumers. And they're already doing this for the likes of American Express, PayPal, and Revolut. To get started with data-driven solutions for customer onboarding, making better risk decisions, or for instant bank payments with the highest conversion rate in the industry, visit tink.com. Okay, so let's come back um, and keep talking about what uh, comes in the future. One of the things I think is really interesting about this product is, in a sense, it only exists or it primarily exists because of a sort of flaw in the legacy systems, right? Because legacy payroll systems were set up on a monthly or a bi-weekly basis. You could get to a point in the future where uh, companies had to just pay their employees as they earn their wages. Because if you think about it, if there's a loan anywhere here, it's a loan from employees to their employers because they've done the work and then the employer holds onto the cash flow for, um, you know, four weeks or two weeks or whatever, do you think we get to the point where some companies start paying employees daily? Do we do we get to a point where this is like a standard employment benefit? How far do you think this goes?
1: Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I I see that certainly, um, but I see that being facilitated through an earned wage access provider. There's there's so much nuance um, required in providing a product like this. On the surface, it's it's very simple. Uh, an employee comes in, they. Want some money before payday? That money gets sent to them, and then payday rolls around, and the money gets repaid. When you get dig into the weeds of it, though, there there is a lot of nuance required from a uh, go to market strategy. So rolling out how that's distributed, uh, how that's marketed, how that's communicated, and then how that's supported. Um, these individuals, uh, you know, accessing money, um, they're they're in a very vulnerable state, uh, and and you need to build an immense amount of trust with that consumer or with that employee. Uh, and, and in order to you know make them feel good and make them feel that you know you're actually providing a service that is is beneficial to them, uh, these individuals are are very much so used to predatory products and and well, I mean you know being preyed upon, uh, right right like like it's it's right in the name. Um, and so when someone takes money and that money doesn't arrive in the Two-minute window that it's supposed to, and instead it's taking three minutes. That employee gets very nervous. They get very anxious. They're reaching out to support, and there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of nuance required in, in the supporting of a system like that. So I, I definitely see you know ultimately uh, businesses of all sizes offering this to their employees, but they're doing so by way of of earned wage access infrastructure.
2: Yeah, and I agree. Like you said, that you're already in a, in, a, in a vulnerable position because you've got this emergency that needs financing. You've got this, I mean, a need for groceries or, like I said, in South Africa, public transport where you need to pay cash. So you've got this need already. So there's already that stress on you. Now having to go somewhere and ask for money to, to be able to finance it puts further stress on you. Then, like you said, waiting for it to be approved, waiting to be done, um, it just adds to the stress. It just becomes, um, it, it spirals out of control. That's the thing. It really just spirals out of control. And there's um, I think I completely agree with him yes that this is a way of the future and this is something that can definitely be applied but through earned wage access um, um, platforms like um, Zayzun and like Pay Me Now because with a company and certainly I think there's a lot of other admin that's involved in doing this kind of thing a lot of paperwork po- possibly whereas um, with Pay Me Now and, and like um, with Zayzun as well it's, it's quick it's on your phone it's a it's an app you use it's a platform you use you can do it um, safely and securely, and without anybody necessarily having to know about it, so it really it makes you feel confident. And like I mentioned earlier, just give you that that um, feeling of dignity back.
1: Yeah, I think when you're when you're in the fintech space, as you know, all of us on this call are, um, it's really easy to forget just how archaic the systems out there are. <laughs> um, you you think about a system like Square. Uh, it's this beautiful way to democratize point of sale for small businesses. Um, Square's market share is, is fairly abysmal in, in the grand scheme of things. Um, so many individuals are, are still getting paper checks. So many individuals are still getting uh, cash at the end, you know, at, at, at uh, cash for payment. Um, the way that payroll and the employer employee interconnectedness is, is really set up is, um, it's very old school in, in in most instances.
0: I'm looking forward to the day when I feel I need to explain what a check is to some of our younger listeners.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yes.
2: Um,
0: my, my son got sent one recently and he's just like, what on earth am I supposed to do with this? One of the disadvantages of having a successful product in fintech is there's a lot of other smart people in fintech and a lot of other people who can move fast. Um, do you think we'll start seeing maybe some of the digital banks or some of the other firms Starting to move into this. Um, I realise you two are not going to share your product roadmaps in full on a a podcast, but do you see an environment where you're perhaps collaborating with some of the banks and and, and working with them? Um, How how do you think about that? That, uh, Maybe Denise and then Tate?
2: Well, I I do see definitely it's a a space that um, major banks will definitely look in. Um, In South Africa, there are some, some banks that's already um, shareholders or part um, part of certain earned earned wage access um, platforms. Um, But it's, from a from a pay me now point of view, I don't think it's something that we would necessarily um, look into into partnering with a bank um, soon. I mean, your previous questions, like yours, is is the future maybe of looking at employers paying their people daily? And yes, I, I agree. I definitely think it is, but through an earned wage access platform. So it's if if the space is being because this is such a new product, we have the um, the like I said, the luxury of really formulating how it should work or really trailblazing the way that we wanted to work in South Africa and really being the front runners um, for it. So at this stage, no, I don't think that it, it we'd be where we are at the moment two years later with the success that Payme has seen if we needed to to fall on onto a bank as a partner or something. So we're very confident as to this is something that we can do.
1: Yeah, I think it's a, a bit of, um, there, there's sort of two answers, right? It, it kind of goes back to my previous answer where uh, when you're in the space, you think that everything is moving so quickly and sort of the hype is much greater than it is. The truth is, is, you know, the majority of individuals still have no idea what earned wage access is. They have no idea what getting paid early is. Um, however, you know, there is exponential growth there. Um, and so the the fact of, of earned wage access becoming a commoditized solution over the coming three to seven years um, is is a reality, certainly, right? Um, and I think that, that speaks to my earlier comments around... Um, Earned wage access is one of the tools in the toolbox that you can provide as an employee benefit uh, to increase the financial health of, of your workforce, right? Uh, but ultimately, there's there's a lot of other ways to do so. But yeah, certainly, like challenger banks, they're they're coming out with their own sort of solutions. Uh, Chime, obviously, for for many years now, has done the two day early pay, um, and that's sort of their their main acquisition channel uh, or their main acquisition strategy for for consumers. And you've seen. Many challenger banks since then copy that, uh, and and you know, do you see that turning into um, advanced products beyond the two day pay? Certainly, uh, Chime has the Spot Me product. I know other other challenger banks have have things that are similar. Um, I do think though that the the main differentiator between a challenger bank model and a true earned wage access uh, provider model still hinges on that employee employer relationship. Uh, and ultimately, using that employer and payroll channel as a way to that individual, um, and as a way to sort of further develop products and further build out, you know, a suite of engagement tools. I think that's really where the value is. Um, and and so, whether earned wage access becomes commoditized or not, um, you know, the the value for Zayzoon and what we see is is in that uh, in that employer and payroll channel network. Denise, can I just
0: throw in one more thing on that? Um, so. Some people will look at open finance in some markets and say, hey, suddenly if you can see someone's payroll, you can see that they're getting paid. That's going to make it easier for someone else to come in and do this earned wage access. Um, Is that right? Or do you sort of agree with Tate that actually if you haven't got the employer and the employee relationship, you can't really do this well?
2: No, definitely. Like I mentioned earlier on, this is largely part of, the, of an employee assistance program. So it is, it is that um, relationship that you try and foster, and the relationship you try and um, look after. And that is why it helps employers to do this, because it's something that they can offer to their employers or employees as a, as a benefit. So no, I, I agree with him. It's definitely something that employer-employee relationship is something that's very, very valuable, and that should be looked after. So no, completely agree.
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean, look. Like, ultimately, um, everything becomes democratized, right? Uh, you, you look at challenger banking platforms, um, banking as a service providers like Marketa or Unit, or uh, you know, so on and so forth, have have made challenger banking easy. Anyone can set up a, a banking product in a matter of weeks um, and and serve out serve out solutions to customers, but. Um, like in anything with business, you know the idea is great, uh, the the initial technology is is good, uh, but how do you execute on that? What's your go to market strategy? That's ultimately what you know makes something successful. Um, and you know there might be over three hundred challenger banks in the United States. Uh, I can only name three. Um, so
2: there's always going to be someone that wants a piece of the pie. That's the thing. They're always going to try. So yeah, it makes it more exciting.
1: <laughs> I suppose.
0: Okay, I'm going to wrap up with a super easy quick question for you. So let's bring it back to the very first question we posed at the top of the show. Should everyone get paid when they need it? Uh, Denise?
2: Definitely. I really think it's a, like I said, it puts you in control of your financial situation. It gives you the confidence to really react and um, manage emergencies much better. Um, I I like to think of Pay Me Now almost as as a financial first aid kit. Everybody has a first aid kit in their house. You never know whether you, when you're going to use it. I mean, you've got that there. You're not planning on an emergency to happen. You're not planning on an accident to happen. But you know that should anything happen, I've got my first aid kit ready for me to help. And I think that's kind of how earned wage access um, is. That's, um, a, I think, a good comparison that, yes, you should have because it, it boosts your confidence. It puts you back in the, um, in the driver's seat, makes you the master of your money, and really just gives you the confidence to work to live day to day because you know you've got a platform where day-to-day emergencies and expenses can be covered if the need arises.
1: And Tate. Yeah, I mean it's it's an easy question, I suppose, right? <laughs> do, do 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 people deserve to get paid whenever they want, uh, when they need? Yeah, certainly they do. Um that's that's exactly why why I'm in business. That's exactly why, you know, every employee that's joined Seezuncing. Is 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 joining on right? We we believe that the mission to improve an employee's financial health uh, through you know flexible and and responsible financial products uh, is is key, Um, and so Earned Wage Access is one of the components that we provide out in order to to do that. Um, And I, I think that is you know an incredible product to increase an employee's financial health and and increase their standing and their ability to pay bills sooner and ability to you know reduce their their burdens in in other places so yes absolutely
0: well fantastic it's been a great great pleasure talking to both of you today and i wish both of you and your companies great success uh, in the future because you're you're helping lots of people so um, thank you both so much for joining me today. Where can, um, where can people find out a little bit more about you and your companies? Uh, Denise, where can people find out a little bit more about you and about PayMeNow?
2: Well, pay me Now the um, first and obvious answer is our website. So pay app. they can go and have a look at our website. There's all the details there. They can get in contact with us there. Obviously, we're also on LinkedIn, um, where they can reach out to pay me Now group and send us a message. Or they'll be able to find me there as well and then send any details. But the website would be the best way to really get um, all the required details and information that they need to know more about pay me Now. And we always have to talk about it. So, yeah.
1: And Tate, how about you and Zezun? Uh, for myself, the best way to, to see my random thoughts and to get in contact with me is on Twitter. So I'm just at Tate Hackert on Twitter, uh, Zezun LinkedIn and um, as well, uh, we are on a 75 day road trip across America. So from September 6th through November 15th, uh, we are driving across America to advocate financial health. We're meeting with, um, a number of our of the businesses that we service uh, hosting community events and uh, attending conferences and whatnot along the way so uh, if, if you are in one of the 18 states that we're visiting um, you know please give us a give us a shout fantastic
0: um and you can find me uh, benjamin ensor on linkedin or at 11 com. So thank you all very much for listening. Uh, If you like what you've heard, please subscribe to our podcast um, and please uh, send us any feedback or suggestions you have. Find us on social media. Just search for 11FS or Fintech Insider or email us at podcast at 11FS.com. Thank you so much and goodbye.